Blog Talk Radio. And I Hello, everyone, and thank you for tuning in to Help for HD Live. This podcast is made possible by Teva Pharmaceuticals and the Griffin Foundation. I'm your host, Lauren Holder, and today our guest is Vicki Owen. She is the Law Enforcement Education Coordinator with Help for HD, as well as a longtime caregiver to her husband, Tom Owen, who recently passed. Um, Vicki, thank you technical difficulties. <laughs> Hi, Lauren. Hey, how are you? I'm doing okay. How about yourself? I'm good, thanks. Um, so we're going to just go ahead and jump into the questions here. Can you tell us why you like um, to do edu- or to educate law enforcement? Sure. Um, I guess I think it's important because so many um, Huntington's patients get mistreated by the law or arrested for something that they can't help. Um, So I just, you know, after the Jeffrey Bain incident, I just decided that HD needed a voice with law enforcement. And so Tom and I sort of jumped in with both feet and have been going ever since. That's awesome. Um, So you recently went to Louisiana, Correct to educate law enforcement. We did. Can you tell us a little bit about that trip? Sure. Well, you don't want to know about the whole trip. (laughs) Car wise, (laughs) it didn't go so well. Conference wise, it went awesome. (laughs) Um, The chiefs of police um, came by, you know, the booth as they're supposed to, and stopped and talked. We have a video playing at all times, and it's video of. HD patients, so they can actually see and hear what HD is. And then, of course, they stop. They ask more questions. We hand out um, information, pamphlets, and a, a flash drive. And we ask them to take it back to their local departments and share it with their training officers. And, um, you know, hopefully train their officers about what the symptoms are and how to recognize um, certain symptoms of HD and to it's, you know, it's hard to explain to them because they, they think they're drunk or on drugs and sure they could be. And we tell them that, but they also mostly are not. So we try to have them assess the patient or the person before, you know, like my husband, he would reach into his pocket and pull out his wallet to show him a card that says he has Huntington's. Well, law enforcement, you don't want to do that. 
because they're going to pull their gun and then causes more stress and more problems. So we just kind of try to tell them to just learn and watch uh, Dr. Wheelock's video, watch the PowerPoint, and they're always very, um, what do I want to say? <laughs> they're always very interested in learning. They um, have to learn certain neurological diseases anyway for their you know, officers to be able to understand. And adding Huntington's to that list of things that they need to know is a good thing. And they're always very um, interested. So we try to talk to them as much as we can and help them understand. That's great. And that's now, Tom went with you before with the law enforcement education, right? That helped significantly he, with. It did. It really did. Yeah, I'm with, trying to figure out how to how to keep, continue getting somebody to come with me that does have Huntington's, you know, um, because they get so much more from seeing what the disease is, right. watching his gait being off balance, watching his speech being slurred, you know. <clears throat> And he was always very um, into it. He just, I mean, it made him so proud that he was able to help. Yeah. Yeah, and that's a huge help for them to see. I know when I've done law enforcement education in North Carolina, that's a big part of it is just being able to see it for them. And um, and so, yeah, I think that's amazing what you guys have done um, with law enforcement education. So in Louisiana, what type of feedback did you get from law enforcement? Well, um, it was mixed. We had, you know, we had some officers that had arrested people that had Huntington's. And um, one officer was, I mean, he was very helpful. Um, he said, you know, when the guy got to court, he brought information with him, explaining what Huntington's was. And, of course, you know, when they tested him, he didn't have drugs or alcohol in his system. So um, that that helped right there with him, you know. But bringing the information to the court um, made them understand that, oh, wait a minute, there is something out there that we need to know more about. And, um, of course, the young man got off of all charges which was a good thing also, but um, that's what we're trying to do is just to talk to them more about it. And there were other officers, or police chief, standing there while he was telling us this story. So, you know, it was like the light bulb. Oh, wow. Okay, so now we know what to look for or you know, but of course, a lot of times they say, well, why don't they wear necklaces? Why don't they wear bracelets? Why don't they wear something that tells us that they have this disease? And then we try to explain to them how a lot of them are so sensitive, don't like to wear necklaces and bracelets and stuff. Fortunately for Tom, for me, Tom always wore his bracelet, but that's not the case for everybody. So, you know, they were glad we came. And uh, every state that we've been to so far has, you know, sent out invitations for us to come back because, of course, police chiefs change every year or officers and, you know, new recruits and stuff. So um, we're well-received. We really are. That's, and that's wonderful. So you're planning on going to some of these other events? 
Oh, yes. Uh, your state's coming up, young lady. <laughs> uh, North and Carolina is. <laughs> yeah. We hope you're going to be able to come with us um, on that one. And I'm trying to figure out our schedule for next year. And um, we've got Georgia and Alabama and Florida covered now. And so we're going to work on getting Mississippi since it's right in the middle between Louisiana and Alabama. And uh, that way we've got like the bottom row of Southern states taken care of. And then we'll work our way and start working our way North a little bit. So when is the one uh, in North Carolina? Do you know? I have no idea. Um, they don't have a 2020 schedule out yet. So they only have one or two a year. Some some states only have a an annual conference, and other states mm-hmm. have a uh, winter and a summer. So gotcha. like with Alabama, we went, you know, to their summer one and their winter one, which different officers came to. And the winter one was much bigger than the summer one. So we covered a lot more ground with that one. So it's just a matter of when their conferences are. Well, yeah, just let me know when it is in North Carolina. Um, I might have two kids in tow by then, but um, <laughs> but uh, I'm I'm happy to come and help. Well, that would be awesome because we try to find somebody local. Um, you know, not everybody can always take off and go with me to these since I'm retired. Excuse me. Um, I can go anytime, but finding somebody to go with me sometimes is just a little difficult. Yeah, if I have enough notice, then it would be fine. Um, you know, like yeah. I said, I'm I'm due in January with my second child, so um, it would just my biggest well, thing is just making sure that I could find childcare. <laughs> oh, thank you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we can. Uh, we always work around it. You know, and if if we can get anybody, darn, I'm having a hard time talking today. If we can get anybody that has Huntington's that would want to join us that's even better because like I said them seeing what the disease is makes such a big impact and you know they always love talking to Tom he's always anytime I ask him what's your favorite part talking to Tom <laughs> yeah but um, well, we so. will see what we can do about that for sure because we definitely have <laughs> You know, my dad is in North Carolina, um, and I know some other people who are symptomatic who I'm sure would love to help out. So, Yeah. I know I had a, an email not too long ago from a lady, or a phone call actually, from a lady that her brother was arrested in North Carolina. Um, he was driving a little erratically, and, of course, he got arrested and tried to explain, you know, his disease and they weren't having it so she was scrambling to try to get information to them so I tried to help her out you know so um, we do what we can well and I that leads into my last question for you so how could someone get involved and start educating law enforcement in their area well um, first of all 
if they want to do an education session with their local police or sheriff's departments, um, I can send them information, pamphlets to share, and a flash drive. Um, they can go in and talk to the training officer themselves and schedule, you know, whenever they have their um, CIT training programs um, and talk to the whole class or they can just hand it over to the local training officer and explain to them what they're giving them, the flash drive, what's on it, the pamphlets, and let them handle it. So it's, it's just what, how involved they want to get. <clears throat> but what I usually do, um, Hillsborough County in Tampa area has 4,000 sheriff's deputies. So they have like 60... Um, officers in each CIT training like every three months. Tom and I have covered about half of those in two years. There's still a long way to go here in Hillsborough County. But the, um, what I do when I go into those, I take, of course, I took Tom, and then I would uh, take five to ten minutes introducing us and what talk a little bit about what Huntington's was and how it impacted um, law enforcement. And then uh, I would show Dr. Wheelock's video, which is about 12 minutes long. And then we would talk about that. And afterwards, we'd have a big question and answer period. I would um, do this one little thing where I'd take an officer out of the crowd and have them come up. And then I would do, put them under on the spot, actually. <laughs> I would tell Tom, I would give him a letter, an easy letter that I knew he could think of words. And I would say, you have 30 seconds to give me words that start with B. So he would rattle off two or three. And then he couldn't think of any more. And then you would get the officer. And I'd give him a little more harder, I guess, letter like K and say, you have 30 seconds to get he wouldn't do much better than Tom because he'd be under put on the spot and stress, you know, and you're trying to think. And I said, just think what it does to a person who doesn't have a normal brain anymore. They can't react. So you have to, you know, and they see that. And it's so much easier for them to understand. Vicki, it's about to cut and us then, off. I'm going to have you come back on, okay? Hold on one second because I think it, it's cutting us off. Um, okay. But uh, we'll be right back, I promise. Okay. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.